2: Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
0: This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Oh! What a goal! It's absolutely
2: And puts it in the air! Aiden Flint wins the it's, the it's still with Lee Gregory. He's in the box. Tries to screw Is it. Is it gonna be there? Yes. Is. Oh my god! The Wednesday the
1: Hello, good evening, and welcome to another episode of the Wednesday week. Yesterday, Sheffield Wednesday played Hull City at home to register yet another win at home. In the league, something that seemed, you know, a million miles away uh, two, three months ago, as we'll get into, uh, we have now gone to third from bottom and only three points off of uh, survival. And I'm, I must admit, I think we're going to do it. It's going to happen. We're live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. So if you do want to get involved, get yourself some comments in, and we'll see if we can. Uh, we'll see if we can. Get involved at some point this evening. Uh, joining me tonight, I've got Stevie, John and former child turned current <laughs> pundit, Blair Hardman.
3: Blair Hardman. There he is. <laughs>
1: all right then. So then, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. So, let's talk about the starting lineup, John. Uh, I've got it ready as a banner. I've got things to press here. So, uh, people at home, you're going to witness a lot of things going wrong because I'm doing all the buttons tonight. So, that's going to be a right mess. John... Looking at that, looking at that lineup, I mean, how did you feel about it when we started out?
4: Yeah, I, I've always wanted to see what, what it was going to be like when we actually, you know, was able to uh, deploy Masaba and Gasaba on the wing. So, I was mm-hmm. I was pretty excited to see that. Obviously, some enforced changes with the red cards to Diabe and uh, Georgie Baez. So, we obviously had some enforced changes there. And pushing Palmer back into midfield, which was... Uh, so a position he's not played in a good few years since he was uh, made made into a, a right back. So um, yeah, I thought it, I thought you know Palmer's got experience. He he's played there before. I'm sure uh, he will uh, he will slot in well uh, at the side of Bannon. Um, I thought I thought the the the, the up, to be honest uh, was about as good as he could have put out really, given the the amount of injuries we've got, coupled with the suspension. So. Um, and obviously, it's Cads, the lone, the lone striker again. Um, obviously, um, he, he's, now, he's now number one striker, isn't he? He's in front of Smith, he's in front of Gregory. He, he's the future, so there's no surprises anymore when you see Cads as the starting, uh, starting striker, isn't he? So, about as good as he could have put out, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I think there's been a lot of players there have had a bit of a uh, upturning fortunes in turn of, in terms of how they play on the pitch. Now, Blair, you had a lot to say just off air just now about about the lineup, and uh, there was also rumours of Kadamati, Um I have just had a comment there that's just absolutely thrown me. It just sort of says their uh, crime watch twenty twenty four has started well, uh, <laughs> which I which I really enjoyed. Now, Cadamartiri, there were rumours of him uh, carrying a um, a hamstring injury. You know, still ran his blood to water the first half. Uh, Ashley Fletcher came on for him at half time, who I think has is, is become a bit of a different player uh, under Danny Rule, but I'm sure we'll get to that at some point. But any concerns over the uh, over the starting lineup? I mean, you know, Steve is going to have loads to say about Palmer in midfield. Blair's on mute, ladies and gents, so uh, we'll get back to that at some point going forward. Oh, he's uh, a man computer. <laughs> it's a good job one of us works in IT to get that sorted out, Blair. No, right?
0: no. Blair, what's your job? What's your job?
1: Computer man.
3: Yeah, um, he, he, went at, he went out. Even his lineup was all out attack. I mean, he, he, maybe he forced to go out, out, to, to go all, all out attack because of what, what he had available. But it almost might have been he, he really did target Hull City. And, he went from didn't he? And we saw it from the get-go. Mm-hmm. They played some insane football. Um, kind of free again. Well, he saw he saw his tweet and he uh, his dad's house, but he had a masseuse at his dad's house, and he was just like, he was stiff after Preston. And it was a quick turnaround. He did run his blood to water again. That's why. That's why he will just get, forever, if you just do if if any player does that for Sheffield Wednesday, they get cheered. That's just what we like to see as as Yorkshireman.
1: As, well. <laughs> As Yorkshire, I, I tell you one thing I've seen from Yorkshiremen and from a lot of Geordies in Amsterdam was uh, the same <laughs> jokes about stiff and masseuse being mentioned in the same sentence. But I, I have grown. You see, you See, I didn't bring it up and make any, uh, any, no. No. any knob gags about that. I did really well.
3: I did say, I did say to um, Gizo, one's out, Owls online. I went, oh, Cadamacho is the only player we've got to get it first time, and and for it to go on target. <laughs> and then he absolutely shanks one about it. <laughs> so, um,
1: I think yeah. you'll find, uh, Stevie, that I, I did call it early doors that kasama was going to score today. I felt like the first 10 minutes, he was absolutely tearing at him. And I, I, I know I'm absolutely chuffed for the geezer. I think he's, um, I, think, I I think think he's got something, that kid. I think he's going to be a great player. But go on, you can talk for 10 minutes about Liam Palmer in the
0: middle of the park. <laughs> um, no, mate. I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm... We'll get into it bit by bit, but um, I think the side picked itself, didn't it? Um, mm-hmm. actually, you, you I think I mentioned on the, it's only a couple of days since we last on, weren't it? And I think I mm-hmm. mentioned Saturday night that it was it was probably something that you may look at doing in terms of putting Palmer in there. Uh, but the back four picked itself. and I, I, I didn't see him playing a back three because of putting Palmer in there and I don't think he trusts him at centre-off and probably at Championship level, rightly so. So, um, but you know, it was it, uh, no complaints when it came out. I think at the minute he's got enough in the bank as Danny ruled with whatever side he puts out there, um, for us to say yeah, he's he's you know, we've, we've got to put faith in what he's picked, and for whatever reason he's he's turning some real sort of abject players that we thought were abject anyway into into some you know into decent lads. and I think we set up well. Gasama um, looks like a different player over the last sort of two or three games to to where he was. Sort of August September time coming in, he looked lightweight. He looked like he'd get nudged off the ball. He looked like um he, he was running down blind alleys. I, I think certainly, um last night and Preston in particular, I thought I thought he played particularly well. Uh, put his ran himself around, put himself about, running ran himself into the ground, and he just looks strong. The little bits that you mm. see, the ball popped into his feet. Um, whereas as, as I said in September October time, he might get he might have been sort of bumped off the ball. He's getting his arse in. He's, you know, he's pulling the ball in. He's, he's, he's stepping across defenders um, and getting himself a little bit of space so he can either pick a pass or, or, or get a run in. I thought the goal last night was absolutely sublime. And I know. I'm, I'm probably right, jumping up a little bit to get to it, but um, it was just endemic of, of, of him as a player and, you know, I think he, he, he got man of the match in, on the pitch uh, in the stadium. I think uh, Marvin Johnson got man of the match. Did he on Sky? Um, I think yeah. he could toss it in between the two of them. To be fair, um, I, I, I'd have no argument when when Gisama got announced. I thought he was outstanding last night. He's nineteen. Yeah,
1: I forget. I forget how young he is actually. So we, you know, we've had a comment there saying Gasman's the Gasman. I do enjoy that. It always reminds me of that episode at the bottom where they keep stabbing him in the junk <laughs> with the fork. I don't know why. But the gas man has been brilliant the last few games. The only thing we need from him is to release the ball sometimes. And, and that's a comment I'd actually agree with, Scott. There's a, there was a point when we were playing under Chisco and we were playing under Darren Moore, where the ball goes down, we hit the byline and we cross it in. And I must admit, watching... Um, Johnson's crossing is he's absolutely—he's brilliant at it. And yeah, he's yeah. very good. And uh, but what Gassama seems to do is got this thing where he hits the byline and then comes across to try and hit somebody on the edge of the six-yard box. And it's—it must be something that Rule's been working with him because you uh, see he, he, again, like Fletcher, he's been <coughs> a different player. And uh, and I'm, I'm I'm sure we'll talk about Ashley. Uh, Ashley, uh, Ashley Fletcher. At some point, um, this this one here, this one uh, from the Interwedge Best decision ever by a Siri not to offer Darren Moore a long-term contract with bigger money. <laughs> Darren Moore's keeping us up by proxy, so uh, we'll I see saw, how that uh, goes.
3: I saw something similar. Um, Chan um, not not loaning out Marvin Johnson. He's like he's like four steps ahead. Of everyone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then we've got one here. Big shout out to Icky as well. He, he's had two solid games there. Really has. And and, and again, I'm going to echo it. One once again, I think he's one of the best defenders we've got. Mm. However, Steve, you know, we, we talked at the early part of the season that Dominic Iorfa was our best centre-back. Uh, you know, we seemed to get the... We had a look back, didn't we, uh, of like... We had a... What's the word? We had a glimpse, didn't we, of Iorfa returning back to his best. Yeah. And then he seems, to, he seems to have fallen away again, doesn't he?
0: I mean, he's obviously... He's, he's out... At the moment, so that's enforced. But I think when if you're talking about that centre half yeah. position, <sighs> he seems more suited to the right back, doesn't he? The you know, the, whether that be right back, right wing back, it, it seems to be that that Danny Rule wants to play him out there and get him, you know, with, with grass in front of him and, and, and get him to open up. So I think to 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 go back to the i situation, I think has has been patient and we mentioned it the other night on on Saturday's show. He's, he's giving Danny Rule a headache because Diaby's going to come back in, and Diaby's been the most used player that we've got. For me, Bernard is un, undroppable. He's he's the man, you know. If we're going to play three at the back here, yeah, and I'd be guessing it'd be Bernard probably for Maywell, and I'll say it for Maywell um, because he's more left-sided, and I think he's probably one of the, the unsung heroes. He gets a lot of gets a lot of grief, and I think that's in part because of the Rhys James situation, the Marvin Johnson stuff, uh, people being negative towards certain players not being involved, kind of point the finger at Famewo and go, you're in um, against one of my favoured players, which means that you're going to be a bit of a scapegoat. And I think it's been quite unfair, to be Mm -hmm. fair. He hasn't made as many mistakes as people make out that that, that, that he might have done. If we play a three and everybody's fit, I think it's probably going to be uh, Bernard (sighs) Vermeul... I offer maybe, but I have no arguments at all. I think Kefke has been absolutely outstanding the last two games. He's, he's bided his time. Diaby's gone out. And I think on, on Saturday, I think Diaby's eligible to come back in, whether or not he does, because it's a cup game. There's certainly some headaches to be had around the Southampton team selection, isn't there?
3: It's strange it's because... It, it's
1: a nice one to have, isn't it?
3: It's strange. Oh, yes, yeah, absolutely. Our set, of, our set of defenders we've got as a collective, they all complement each other and they're all massive. It's like, they're all up pierced, they're all big. They're all, some can pass some about heading. It's a brilliant set of lads, and it's weird to say that because we are third bottom. But but I think, as a a, a group of defenders, you you couldn't ask for much more in the attributes they've got, really. It
1: It does make you wonder, because Rules managed to get a tune out of what we described on this show not two months ago as... Dogshit signings, yeah. 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 absolute liability. I like we've had, we've had a comment here from from reg, regular poster Slappy Gilmore. Uh, I don't know about you, <laughs> yeah, friend of the show. Uh, I don't know about <laughs> you, lot, but Danny Rule's filling me with some great bloody confidence in terms of first elevens and formation. Just seems to be improving each player week by week. Incredible, and they put a little kiss on the end, so I'm not unhappy with that. And uh, mm, and man's dead happy at catch, catching us live now. Um, uh, you know i tell you what scott I've, I've got your question now i'm going to put a pin in that for later on because i think we'll talk about that in a bit but um john just before the red card now it was a big talking incident i mean by all means get involved in the red card if you want but i really want to pull apart on how well we played before that i, I genuinely thought there, there was a bit before that red card but i thought we're battering these did you did you agree
4: 100 percent. yeah um 11 v 11 we were the better side um we were knocking it about lovely we were getting we were getting down their wings consistently we were posing a threat through masaba and Um we were linking well with each other actually finding each other with diagonal cross balls as well mm-hmm. um and we were posing a real threat down the, the down the wings and and as we mentioned before marvin johnson were involved as well and I mean, how the hell did Cisco drop in? I mean, come on. I mean, the guy's <laughs> the best cross of the ball by an absolute country mm-hmm. mile.
1: Absolute country mile. Like, and, and when he gets the ball down that down that left-hand side, I'm actually excited. I'm like, oh, God, who's, who's yeah. going to get on the end of this one then? Yeah, he's, he's playing he's
3: better just, now than, he, than he's ever done.
4: Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and again, he's probably, you know, it can relate to Danny Rule. He wants to play for him. They all want to play for him. They, they buy into, they, they're they talking about coaching that like they've never talked about coaching before, stuff that they've seen that they've not seen before. and So it's just absolutely madness that he wasn't involved in, uh, under Cisco. But obviously, Danny, Danny knows a player, doesn't he? And Danny knows what uh, Marvin Johnson can bring to the team. Um, and he showed that. But yeah, definitely to go back to the 11 v 11, Dan. Yeah, I think we'd have won that game 11 v 11 anyway. I thought we were the better side.
1: Yeah, we had some uh, we had some decent opportunities. We were going in, Blair. What did you uh, what did you make of that uh, of that sending off? I mean, sorry, there's well, a comment there by Liam. There, better side, eleven v eleven by some distance. You know, I think everybody yeah, right. that is a, a sentiment that a lot of people agree with, John. To be fair, but Blair, I mean, the incident itself. When I first saw it, I thought Poof, that's soft. And then, did you watch well, it back?
3: Yeah, I mean, I watched it back. You know what, Marcy, it's like it's uh, <laughs> for that side yeah. of the pitch. You don't see anything. <laughs> you don't see anything. When yes. um, I saw it back. It's one of them things of benefit of a few angles. Um, when, when I first saw it, I thought it is ash. I thought it was a 50-50. They both got him for it. He's caught him. But I don't think he was rec- I don't think it was too bad. If it was, if Wednesday got the red card for it, I'm still annoyed about the Reece James getting sent off at Peterborough last season, and and his foot was a lot higher than that one. <laughs>
1: So, <laughs> ladies and gents, if you've just joined us, that's Blair talking about games that are in the past, even though we reviewed them months ago. That's a, that's the thing that he does. So, stay with us. Uh,
3: <laughs> but yeah, I saw, the, I, think... I saw the tweet of the ref view. Sorry, Fudge. I saw the, yes. the tweet of the refs view, and it does look I like read from that view. So, yeah, it mean, goes. Really he go goes straight over VAR the board. in this league, as he so he can only go through what he saw.
1: Yeah, a benefit of retrospect, which is always, you know, a great one, because we've all got that. I actually went, oh, that's soft. I, I think I banged a tweet out saying that's dead soft. And then uh, and then you, I think it was Joe Cram put the rest view up, and I went, mm, that looks bloody awful.
4: Do you, do you not think sometimes, though, when especially when they use replay and they slow everything down, it always looks worse, doesn't it? 100%. It's like oh, yeah. when you slow things down, it, it goes from, from a yellow to looking like a straight red, doesn't it? And it's like... I don't know, you, you can look at three different angles of that tackle and you can come to a different decision every time, you know. Um <laughs> it's just a weird one, isn't it? But you if know, one we'll team could it. be
3: a bit of luck, it's us. We've had no yeah. luck we've had no luck this season.
4: I don't know. I th- I think there's a
1: few last minute goals that we've scored where I think some of the other teams will, but might disagree with you on that one, Blair. Uh Stevie, let's let's move on then. Let's get to the uh, let's get to the, the goal. Went into half time. I mean, right, so half time I felt comfortable. I felt now nah, we'll see this out. I, I, I must admit, I, I don't think I've felt like that in a long time that we've got to the to the to the to the break and I've gone, We're gonna batter these. We're gonna absolutely smash the back doors out of this lot. And then uh I know we played for a bit and then Neymar Neymar. Uh I, I Did you jump off the settee like I did and shout penalty? Or
0: did you uh, jump in the settee? I, I wasn't on the settee. Oh <laughs> um, it, it, everything happened so quick. And I'll tell you what, what the thing was, was with me. And honestly, this isn't actually the incident. About 20 seconds before, we had, we had possession of the ball. And I'd heard a couple of people moaning behind me about Liam Palmer. And if you watch the the replay... And he tore happened, your shirt off. <laughs> mate, what happens in the build-up is that Palmer's got the ball and he's done a little bit in the build-up to it and he's done all right. And then he gets the ball and he's gone to ping it out left and the ball gets intercepted. And he, you can listen back to the commentary. Excellent ball by Palmer. He's going to get it out there and it drops... And everybody around me started moaning, get him on here, he shouldn't be playing, blah, blah, blah. So me being me, I'm internalising this, this hatred that everybody's got for Liam Palmer going, stop picking on my friend Liam. And before you know it, <laughs> I've turned around, somebody shouted penalty, and Marvin yeah. Johnson stuck it in the roof of the net. <laughs> but if you look I, back, honestly, if you look back, other than the the there just wasn't enough pace on the ball, there wasn't enough power in, in Palmer's no. pass, but the build-up to, uh, to the goal... Mm-hmm before the penalty itself was absolutely sublime it was popping one touch two touch round the corners triangle play and let's be right as an overall we're talking about a team that would have been in the playoffs if they'd have won I believe um they're right up there and they aren't a bad side and we made them look poor with 11 we made them look um even worse with 10 and I, I, I just think we deserve a lot of credit for it for, for the bits that we did last night Um the goal itself once it once it, we've got it into the area and Fletcher um, had the opportunity at, I don't know if it's a penalty or not my, my natural instinct would, would have been to shout yeah it's a penalty but and it all becomes irrelevant doesn't it because the, the, the way that Marvin Johnson has just smacked the ball into the roof of the net you can, you and, can hey, argue whether it's a penalty or not, who, who cares if I'm, t- if I'm talking about that penalty shout that we had and let's
1: say we had VAR and it got reviewed, and it got reviewed, I would be sat there. Let's say it took three minutes to review. I would be sat there thinking, they're not going to give this. They're not going to give this. It looks like yeah. a meal of it. They're not going to give it. And and I genuinely am, you know, like you know, like the 66 World Cup where Martin Peters just doesn't knock it in. And you're like, pal, why don't you just knock it in? Yeah. Marvin did that. <laughs> you know what I mean? He actually went, no, I'm not having this. I'm not leaving this to chance. Bosh, And he's absolutely Give it the beans on toast The last time I've seen Somebody smash a ball That hard Was uh, David Beckham Against Argentina In in 2002 World Cup You know He's just gone Fuck off This is just it You know what I mean One of them
0: Yeah the other thing To mention though Is we've set up Last night with Marvin Johnson As a left back And the (laughs) way that we're Playing at the minute He's playing left wing And it's almost like We've got these false Fullbacks at the moment And this Mm -hmm. is more Again it's a It's a testament to, To the way that This manager has got Our boys playing is that we've got, whether it be Palmer or Bannon, who sat a little bit deeper, I think, last night, um, allowing at our centre-offs and then the 2 wing uh, fullbacks to effectively be overlapping and getting right up the pitch because Johnson had a lot of the ball on the left wing rather than playing in that left-back pocket. Um, and I think the two of them, I think he was the better one, obviously. We've talked about him potentially being the man of the match. Um, I just think that's a role that's set for him. And I think, you know, we'd, we'd be lauding him a lot more if... You know, we were further up the league. People would be looking at him externally. Would be looking at him, going, "This guy's a hell of a player." If he was five years younger and we were ten places higher, there'd be a lot of noise being made about Marvin Johnson. And well, I'm sure that. we're going to
1: talk. I'm sure we're going to talk about people trying to poach uh, possessions of ours in terms of manager at some point. I reckon that's going to come. But I'm just going to flick it back over the internet before I go around again. Uh, great podcast, fellows. You're making a long night shift bearable. Uh, we believe with the work ethic and mindset Danny and his staff have passed on to the players, and we're staying up. Joe's Joe's absolutely convinced we're staying up. Um, and then you've you've got a fan here. Liam Anderson comes on with 100 percent Stevie. We overload opponents and give them so many problems. There is definitely an identity in the way we play right now, and and it's and it's so different. And once again, I'm gonna ask on this show for the ten thousandth time: what was Cisco's plan? What was <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I, you know, we, we use that term Cisco Ball for 13 games, and I can't tell you what what Cisco Ball was.
3: I don't know well, what he's not, he's was. not doing very well in um, Slovakia, where he is now. I was just, I oh, is he not? Have, uh, have you been one, keeping one, up on that? Have you? Yeah, one one drawn, two lost one. So.
1: Well, that's because he's absolutely talentless. So <laughs> now, John, uh, <laughs> let's t- let's talk about Gasama. Then let's get a bit more into it. And uh, Gasama's goal and celebration. We don't normally see any of them ills, but that was uh, that was fun to see, wasn't it?
4: Yeah, it was great. Um, it, it, it was positive all night, wasn't it? A uh, young player um, come from that academy, so he's, he's obviously been around players that want to express themselves, and he's come to Hilsburn, he wants to do that. It's not worked initially early doors, like, like we were saying before, he'd been knocked off the ball uh, early doors uh, when he first got some game time, but now he's starting to, he's starting to learn from that. He's started, he's started to cut inside a lot and, and, and drive at players, which defenders hate, as we all know. Um, so so he, he receives the ball on that on that left hand side. He, he cuts in and he <laughs> that that was like it was, it, I'm almost like remiss to say it was finesse because it had a lot of power in it, didn't it? But it was just yeah. it was just an absolute missile, wasn't it, into the bottom corner mm. off his off, you know killed mm. it right into the corner there and um, beautiful goal. Does the Ronaldo celebration and uh, you know that's the, that's the, that's the second goal and. You know, even though they've danced 10 men, you, you want it's only one nil, you never know what could happen. So, to get that second goal calms everybody down and validates the play that we've been doing with that second goal as well. Um, yeah, really pleased for him and, and a very promising, promising evening from him all round. I thought it was absolutely tremendous.
1: Yeah, he was a he was a thorn in their ass the the entire time, wasn't he? Um, I, I tell you what, there, there was a really fun bit actually where he did the shoo, celebration, and and you hear the cop and the uh, and the south stand go shoo, all the way back. But because I don't know whether it's our Yorkshire accent or what, it just sounded like we were booing, and uh, <laughs> and it it did let like, you sound like, oh god, he's he scored it. And like there was a point where I, I remember West Ham used to have a player called Samasi Abu, and when he scored, they all went Abu! And he handed a transfer transfer request,ing because he thought the the fans were booing him, and I so saw I had to explain to him, no, no, pal, they're actually chanting your name. I, you know, I hope we don't get that because that's just a ridiculous problem to have. Uh, we've had a comment here from Nat saying the um, the front three excites me with Masaba, Cads, and Gasman, who's you know he's got a different nickname every comment now as the Gasman, and uh, Gasman's Gasman's a young J- Jermaine the Johnson. Yeah, yeah. They, and that's that. Do you know what? That was nearly the name of the show tonight, the gas man coming. Uh, now, I, t- I tell you what it is, Blair, right? So there's a, a few things in terms of Gasama and Masaba. Uh, not Masaba, uh, Kadamatri. These are kids. These are young, young players. Yeah, yeah. And the, the confidence that they play with, dare I say, it's right up there in terms of like, you know, savage 17-year-old Wayne Rooney where he just played like it was just kids on the park. These yeah. two are... These two are playing like they've been playing for 20 years, man.
3: Yeah, they're absolutely relishing the opportunity they're getting to play in front of... You know, I mean, we're getting them north of 25,000 a game, aren't we? Mm-hmm. You know, for 18-year-old, 19-year-old, even if it is a stepping stone. And, and it probably will be. And if we're going to make a lot of money off them, then yes, please, because we've been stung by them financial fair playables so badly. I mean, look at... Uh, Alex Scott went from Bristol City to... Bournemouth for 25 million quid so let's just hope we get some of that after they've got us into the playoffs or up there anyway and consolidate is in the championship
1: yeah um, there's a point about, I'd, ra- I'd rather have the player than the money right yeah, now with, yeah you know yeah. what i
3: mean i mean Gusama, i mean he needs uh, to release it earlier i mean he's got that young um that young like you said that young kid energy i mean he just wants to hold, mm-hmm. hold on to the ball and take everyone on at all times and just keep twisting and turning and he kept getting kicked and he kept getting people booked and you know, that's a brilliant asset to having. once last, once our set players get better because we do we ever score from a corner or a free kick? I don't know, but he's gonna be in a lot of dangerous free kicks and dangerous positions because of his skill. It was it, it was frustrating their their backline no end. So I, mean, I think Scott Swan would getting pissed off for him, and he was only on for like fifteen minutes. Um, he was just brilliant and. It's just so exciting, and one thing on the lineup—you know, last season we had like the oldest squad in the league, and now the the average age, oh, because them two are in the teens—it has come well down, which is exciting as well.
1: Yeah, very much so. I'm just—I'm just looking at a few comments here as you were talking there, Blair. We've uh, got—we've got young players and young manager. You know, I I bet it's weird being a manager and you're being younger than some of the players. I bet bet (laughs) that—that's quite odd. And then Slappy's been on. He said. uh, G- Gazaman, as we've gone with this one time, and Masaba sort of shades of Canio and Caboni. No, no, they refuse to pass the ball to Andy Booth. I just don't. Gazz- <laughs> we've gone with this time, and Big Tony can pass it to Cadamatri. <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, th- there is an element of that. There's an element of when they get it, there's an excitement. And I must admit, I still have that excitement when Johnson gets, get, you know, when he gets a bit of space and you'd know where that ball's going to go and it's going to cause someone some issues. Um, and then Lord H has been on. Um, he says, uh, "Anyone else have squeaky bum time until the final whistle Did you feel comfortable of the three points in the last ten minutes?" I, I tell you what, Lord H, we'll get there in a uh, in a minute, but we're still going to go through the uh, we're going to go through the the goals now. Stevie, let's talk about Joshie Joshello, the Josh Meister General. Um, he he sometimes he sometimes spends a bit of time on the injured doesn't he you know what I mean like that, you see a few whines and a few moans about about Josh you know not being available to be picked because of his his, his fitness but I genuinely and, and some people are like, Get bloody at him. I think he's he's genuinely one of our biggest assets and has been for a while and I feel like he gets tarred with that brush that sometimes Bannon gets whereas if it's not a high-end solid performance then people will start slagging him off even though he's put in a six and a half and that's the worst one he's done I mean you know, there's a couple of games that stick out where he's not been great because, you know, he by his own admission, he didn't play very well in the playoff final. But he, he you know, he's he's a useful bloody player for us, right? I mean, he, he bridging that gap between the midfield and the striker, I think he does really well. What do you think?
0: No, I agree. I totally agree. Um, I don't. I'm going to use an example of somebody that, and I'm going to preface it by saying I don't think he's in the same league as this player, but you we used to have a player called Chris Waddle who would drift in and out of games. Yeah. Once upon a time, you might've heard of him. Um, uh, It's only 30 years ago, (laughs) Um, but he he, he drifted in and out of games and by his own admission, be really quiet. And his body language would be uh, the, the type that went, if he wasn't getting the ball and he wasn't involved in things, it, people would tire him with a, a, a tag or a brush of, of being somewhat lazy. And I don't necessarily think he was lazy. It was just, he's, he's, he's almost episodic. And I think Windass is kind of like that as well, in that he's not going to affect the game for 90 minutes, but when he gets the ball, he's going to do something more more often than not. And I think that's that's something that if we're... The challenge, the challenge with that is you've got to get a manager who's able to get the best out of him and get that work rate and effort. And I think we, we're starting to see that a little bit. He, the mm-hmm. issue that we've got is that he doesn't have a run of games in him at the moment where he's he, he's playing for periods of time before he's out on the injured list. And, and I'd be surprised if he's played more than six, seven games in a row. Somebody will obviously come out and correct me, um, you know, certainly all season. But he comes in and out and it must be difficult for him to get that match fitness. It must be difficult for him to get that, that run. And you can see that when people get a run of games and start to get into it, um you know, they they find the feet and they have a positive impact on the on, on, on what's happening. And I think he's very much that kind of player. If you were to ask any anybody else, supporters of other clubs, um, and we do a lot of the, the preview shows, the Hello from the Other Sides, if you get to a point where you yeah. ask the question of who's the person that you're most, you're most worried about, they'll either say Windass or they'll say Bannon at the moment.
3: Do you oh, know right.
0: what I mean? So... And, I yeah, don't think anybody's going to sit
1: there and talk about Jeddy Gassama, which they should be, because he's mint now. Do, you, do you, well, you remember how rubbish is good now? <laughs> yeah, but
0: the, 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 I mean, that, that time will inevitably come, certainly after live TV games where he's smashed on him from, you know, from 25 yards out or whatever it was, because the, the finish was outstanding. Um, but, but for Windass, you know, he's one of those where he's just, as I said before, he's naturally, he doesn't look... and. Again, this is not with the greatest respect. He doesn't look bothered because his shoulders are, and he he, he walks around and he's got a face like a ass Bless his yeah, heart, yeah. and you know, he, it, but but that's him. Um, and he's made all that deal of I'm not going to celebrate in League One. He never smiles. He's he's just a character, and that you know that's that's the kind of person that, it, that he is. I'd carry him in a ten roll, um, and I think if everybody's match bit, I'd argue that he probably gets into our starting eleven anyway. So you know, yeah, it's it's not a conversation that we need to be having really.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. But let's... Uh, I, t- I tell you what, just before I come on to the goal, John. Let, Steve, did you did anybody see Big Momo with the Zidane spin? Did anybody <laughs> see that?
4: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, tell you I what, mean, because he's so he's big as right well, player, it, it, it? it wasn't as elegant as a Zidane spin. It was just as effective, but obviously, because he's a big, big unit, isn't he, uh, Momo? But yeah... He's still got a job done, but yeah. Ah, but what them,
1: what yeah. can what can you say to argue with this comment that's just come through here now? Like, Cisco uh, should have been a scout rather than a manager. You know what I mean? Because he signed some right players, regardless of what we we're saying. Six games in. Oh, David Mazzarone here, a
4: scout, man.
1: So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now let's 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 get to the goal. I mean, you know, Stevie spoke spoke very eloquent, like I'm doing right now. Spoke very eloquently there <laughs> about about Josh Windass, but um, I. I was a big fan of this goal. I thought it was technically beautiful. And then someone's put the the videos together of his dad scoring at Hull against Bristol City in the final and that one there. I'd still argue his dads were better. I'm, I don't mean it, Josh. I'm just I'm just trying to get you wound up because you play better when you've got the mug on like on <laughs> White Men Can't Jump. <laughs> but, um, elite reference, that was. But, I mean, you know, to, to run us through that goal, John.
4: The, our first goal, even sorry.
1: No, Windass is Windass. Is it? Oh, yeah. sorry,
4: Windass. Beg your pardon, yeah. Yeah, again, it was one of those. It came pretty quick, didn't it, after the, um, after the uh, Jerry Gussama goal. And it was just, um, again, John, I'm sure it was Johnson with another quality ball into the box, which they were panicking about. Defender get, gets ahead on it, but it only just kind of just lifts it up behind him. And it's just dropping nicely, isn't it, for Windass. And he just, technique was great, head over the ball, just puts enough on it, you know, try and, take skin off it, but just, just puts enough on it, and it just, uh, Keeper gets his fingers, I think he might have just got a fingertip to it, but he couldn't stop it going in, and uh, yeah, technically brilliant finish that, and uh, then we're all in party mode, aren't we? We know the game's up now for sure, um, we can celebrate, we can all start singing the, uh, not the, te- the tequila song, but the old Gasama song as well, that came ringing out again, didn't it, from all sides of the ground, so another new chant for us to... To get his teeth stuck into, yeah, brilliant, brilliant finish. And again, uh, kudos to Marvin Johnson for those absolute, absolute quality sniper-esque looking uh, crosses that he's putting into their box because th- that just causes panic in any defence. That when you put quality balls in like that, drops the windows. Lovely finish. Game
1: over. He's he's in some mega form right now, is is, is Marvin Johnson. And it, it's absolutely wonderful to see, given the way the uh, the start of the season went. Now, uh, Blair, let's talk about the penalty decision first, before we get into it. Now, there was an argument from our side that the that the striker pushed Ihekwe's arm onto the It was never, it was never, never ball. a pen. Ooh, it's controversial. That's not like us.
3: <laughs> it was never a pen. Even my friend who's a Hull fan, Rang me in the car and said, "Referee was crap, but it was crap above both sides. It was never a and It was on ball but that's only because he got shoved into it." And that's from it, the whole it, thing. it. Did seem
1: weird because, because like John said earlier on about about the um about uh, the the replays making it look worse than what it is. There's yeah. a bit where they're kind of running, and then Iheque just for no reason, just as this,
2: yeah, like he's
3: like, 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 a fly. <laughs> Uh, for
1: for the benefit of the audio listener just smashed <laughs> up my living room apparently
3: yeah just the, the mannequin
1: the TV uh, i've just dropped my pop world duck
0: uh by the way 100% penalty
1: oh i tell you what oh. discuss, Stevie, discuss and i'll tell you what the comments are saying
0: um i i don't think i think it, it almost goes back to the he knew what he was doing. Oxford penalty argument, oh. and I'm 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 I'm, I'm loath to go there, but I my initial thought was, wasn't. And when I've looked back and watched it again, there's a deliberate move of the arm. Um, whether or not he's got pushed, his arm. We talk about natural positions. It didn't feel, it didn't look natural to me. But it's one of those. If it if it had gone the other, if it hadn't gone for us the other way, we'd have been upset about it. That's a fact, and if it had gone to VAR, I think the the VAR would would call it a pen. Um,
1: I reckon. Well, we've got we've got a couple here, Steve. We've got uh, no pen for me. Uh, that that's from Matt. And then uh, Wickerman's gone with. I agree, penalty because of the weird arm swat that I just you know perfectly recreated there.
0: It um, felt like well, there were two movements in his arm. It did. it yeah. felt like that, and then he's gone like that.
2: And he's gone, um, well, he's nothing, whether or not he knew I what he was doing.
0: With... Yeah, I, I, I almost wonder whether or not he's moved his arm, not intending to hit the ball, but to emphasise the fall. We all know away days are mint, but there's nothing quite like playing at home.
1: Same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now with the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply.
2: For more information, see mcdonalds.com. See you later. about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
0: To try and get the free kick. Does that make sense? So yeah. he's, he's yeah, done yeah, yeah. that because he's felt it in his back. So I'm going to make a deliberate move to go forwards. And in doing that, he's accidentally caught the ball and it was just a general bollock dropped. But um, thankfully by that point, it was it was almost immaterial, wasn't it?
1: Absolutely. Now, Lord Hillsborough's just gone with smash lot up. I think he means my flat, so that's nice, isn't it? Uh, Danny <laughs> Allen's gone with. Uh, I think it was a pen defo, and uh, I, what I can assume is Ash on our socials because we're all here just saying Blair's got other friends. I call bullshit. So you know what I mean. I can't. I'm only telling you what the internet's telling me. <laughs> so, yeah,
3: so, uh, that, yeah. does, that, does that mean Ash is my friend? Is that? <laughs> <laughs> does I find that questionable. I,
1: He's been he's been absolutely teasing you for the last for the Christ knows how long, got it? Right <laughs> then. So, uh, what about you, John? What did you think about the penalty? Because I need you to have the deciding vote. These these pair are going to come to blows. <laughs> it, was,
4: it was just that bit, like we said it, where where his arm comes across like Thriller or something. He's like in Michael Jackson video, and <laughs> his arm going like flicking round and like, what's happened there? Then is that is that just some sort of nudge, or is as he just like had some sort of like I don't know weird reaction and. Then obviously, when it's hitting in his hand and his arms not by his side, that's when they're calling your arm not in a in a natural position, aren't they? So, mm-hmm. um, but I think he probably had a word with fourth official if you remember who that were uh, at Hillsborough. And Somebody
3: by the name of uh, Welsh, I think. The one, who, the one who gave the Oxford
1: penalty. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So uh, yeah, let, let, let's not pull up that thread because I'll get accused of all sorts. <laughs> like I normally do in the uh, in on, on the internet. In fact, who's who's that absolute bellend that keeps trying to troll me? What's his name on Twitter? Uh, he, like on. his handle is something like freddy Two One Eight Six Four or something, but his name's Jim. Got no profile picture, and if and what I did, I went through his replies on Twitter. Oh my God! Listen to me, Jim. Jim, go for go for a walk. Get a, get a chamomile tea. Sit down. Have five minutes. It's all right. You know what I mean. Like you just, if you need to, if you need to talk, there's a website called Better Help. Get involved. You know what I mean. They've got they've got therapists on twenty four seven. And I just need to ask you, just like Holly Willoughby, are you all right?
4: <laughs>
1: oh, but, but
0: but, but thanks for watching, Jim. <laughs>
4: But
1: thanks for watching. And you, thanks for interacting. It's uh, okay <laughs> to not be okay. <laughs> right, so here we go. So this is this is this is what I get accused of on the internet here. Dunderbird's been on, and he's gone with uh, just got here. But I'm willing to bet Fudge's on team was a pen, and everybody else isn't. This is this is where this is the shit I get for being on the internet. Uh, I'll I'll just it's catch like, you up, like, Dunderbird.
3: You've got a picture of doing in your wall, in, in your bedroom, man. You?
1: <laughs> yeah, it? <laughs> yeah. I'll uh, I'll just I'll I'll just catch up, Dunderbird. Um, Stevie said it was a pen. Uh, and Blair said it wasn't, and then uh, and then John just described what happened. So uh, we've all got splinters <laughs> on our ass right now. Yeah, We're all... <laughs> I, I, I...
4: But I'm I'd right. I'd have said no. I'd have
3: said no. And then, and then to go full circle, for what Lord, Lord Illsby said when, when it went to three one, I did think, are we gonna are we gonna balls are we gonna wenzy this up? <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: I don't know. I I I felt comfortable. I felt comfortable for a while. Uh, just on the back of uh, of Jim off Twitter, uh, Sheffield still fifty two agrees with me. Jim does me in. Does mine in. He, do, he does mine in. <laughs> so uh, just to give a background for those of you on, who are on X, um, what I, I did, I, I did something like what would I do? What what channel was it? What it was one of them Brexit tele programmes uh, oh Talk TV, right? I Talk did one TV. of them. And I uh, and I was on there and I mentioned that there are a lot of foreign owners coming over, obviously mentioning and going down the route of um, they don't really understand British culture uh, and and it takes them a while to to bed in. He heard the word foreign owner and has accused me for being a racist now for two weeks. Um, so Stevie, if we can get a photo and I, together, I've, we're out.
0: I've, I've been on the show every week since.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No question. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be here next like
1: week it. as well. Cheers. Steve. <laughs> Cheers, Steve. Thanks, Matt. Don't go anywhere. Just stay in that square next to me because because uh, <laughs> Jim on the internet don't don't trust me. But um but John Duncan's been on just before we move on. Best performance of the season so far, lads. Uh Defo was for me. And you know what? I, I agree with you. That that was for me the most comprehensive performance. Like we've done a few smash mm-hmm. and grabs against like Stoke and QPR and, and things like that, but that one felt comfortable. But when,
3: but when you look at the, uh, the the level of position we played against, where we were, where we are in the table, it's got to be one of the best performances we've done. Scoring that, we had, we had twenty odd shots. We had more than twenty shots on on goal, twenty us on goal. The only criticism you could say is that we only had what six on target. So Twenty-three
0: shots and six on target.
3: Yeah, such a shit ratio, really. I think at, at first half it was ten to one on target, wasn't it? At half-time?
0: but I. I think on that one, Blair, I honestly believe um, that that plays into, they're on the screen now, that plays into Mm. the game plan. It plays into the strategy. We're going to get the ball forward. We're going to get forwards into positions and we're going to play percentages. And I think we do that. And I think we, you know, um, there's a reason that Marvin Johnson is now playing the kind of football that he's playing and we're saying that he's getting loads and loads of balls into the box and he's doing well because that's the instruction and if you want, you Mm -hmm. you can almost go back a bit and go, let's look at Chisco ball what was Chisco's plan? It was to sit and hit people (laughs) on the counter, but we didn't have the people to do it and we didn't sign the players to play that and that's what was so frustrating you go back to the Southampton game Mm -hmm. right, they had 700 passes to our 300 or whatever ridiculous percentage ratio it was Um, I can remember that first game of the season we didn't actually play that badly but we no. just sat and we allowed them to play. And we said, we, we said to teams, you're going to have the ball. We did it against Leeds. You're going to have the ball and you're going to have to try and break us down. Whereas here, we're going to sit, we're going to be disciplined. When we get the ball, we're going to go forwards. Um, Gagan presses and we're going to get the yeah. ball forwards yeah. within this certain number of uh, number of seconds. We're going to get into these areas because the percentages say that if we get the ball into these areas and we do this. We're going to get uh, elements of success. We will have in these kind of games... 23 shots, and we might only have six on target, but that's because Cadamarti is the one up top and we're getting we're getting used to each other behind him. You know, Cadamarti runs, runs his bollocks off. He's not going to be a 15, 20 goal player. He, he's not. He, he's had a bit of a streak, but the good thing about it is he's doing okay because he's he's got that youthful enthusiasm and he's running and he's closing, and he's pressing goalkeepers down. He's trying to force errors at the top end of the pitch. And I think that's a, a really positive trait to have. And I also think that's why now, We 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 like the look of Fletcher a little bit more because we're not getting Fletcher in the team to score goals. We're getting Fletcher in the team to get into dangerous positions. Yes, like that penalty situation. Um, There's there's a couple of data analysts that are running on running pages on X that will turn around and say we like Fletcher because he's he's got these numbers. He runs this distance. Mm -hmm. He's got this yard yardage. He's, He's much quicker than certain other players that can play up there, and that's forcing the likes of. Excuse me, Gassama, Masaba, Windass, Bannon, whoever it may be, to come into the fold and be a little bit more, you know, impactful and, and influential in the game situation. That's the guy. T.W. Football yeah. um, made made the, made the same point and has actually said that he keeps latcher
1: Yeah, I, I think there's there's an argument there to to keep hold of him because he's, he's playing a different role for us than what he what he was. Well, on I the think Gizko. he
3: shows he shows his attitude as well, but he's happy to do that job. But his most striking.
2: Yeah. he's not
0: He's not, he's, not a, he's not. a starting centre we do respect he's not a starting centre forward ironically I think he probably will start on Saturday just to give young lad a rest and it's the mm. FA Cup um, but certainly for me there's he's, 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 he's a role for him now that I didn't see and I was one of his biggest critics um, you take away the stink of the £5 million transfer fee the fact that he's not scored any goals in however many years and throughout his career whatever it may be this is a guy that can be impactful for us because we're getting him playing in a certain way and the byproduct of that is the the, the 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 level of performance that we're getting from the young lads around him.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Now, just a few comments from the interwebs here. Um, now, Scott said here, uh, if you watched the match not knowing league positions, you'd have thought we were in the top six and, six and Hull were relegation for it. Something I agree with completely. I thought they were very poor, and for what they call a uh, a local derby. That's pretty rubbish, uh, to be fair. And then um, I don't know if any of you know that, but when the sometimes uh, Ash lets me log into Twitter now, you can really tell the difference when Ash is doing the Twitter <laughs> and, and when I'm doing it because uh, Ash will put in some very respectful things. He'll ask how everybody's going. He'll ask what you all think about the football. Me, I put some terrible, lo- low quality. Well, shaggy
3: Wednesday, <laughs> just, just
1: shout <laughs> up the Shaggy Wednesday. Um, and you'll notice last night it was me in charge of the Twitter. And uh, and just Steve, just using the phrase there, Gengen press. I've just made a note for another uh, low-quality meme, and I've just written the word Gengen style. So we'll see what comes out of that. I don't, I don't know how that's going to manifest itself, but brace yourself there, kids. I've also... <laughs> and then uh, and then has got back on He's gone fudge. But after the Oxford penalty fiasco, your penalty opinions may as well be deemed in worship. Can't argue with that. Uh, John Duncan says, uh, great shouts on Fletcher. Uh, I felt he added a lot, looked a handful and looking up to Scordia. I agree completely. I'm not going to, uh, not going to chuck him out. Uh, German Al just loves the podcast. Uh, so, you know, he's, they're my favorite, whoever he, she is a big fan of that. Uh, now we've sent uh, Buckley back. So three points in We're you know, third from bottom, all the rest of it. I've got to think of time here now. So uh, we've sent Buckley back, having seen him uh, uh, like walking the pitch, like none of us knew. And there he was at the, uh, at the Blackburn game, just in his, uh, in his gear, and uh, someone's come in and said, uh, "How many players do we need in the window?" Now, I appreciate that's quite a uh, that's quite a big question there, lads. So I'm going to give you a couple of minutes to think about it. Um, but we've got uh, we've got Nat there saying we need a uh, we need a left a left back midfielder and a striker uh, cover for Johnson wouldn't be amiss. But I'm sure Stevie, being in the Liam Palmer fan club, will will straight up fight a man uh if we uh, if we're signing players in the uh, in the six positions that he can play <laughs> uh, <laughs> so what go on john what what do you reckon i mean is there any i, I mean you know I, I don't expect us to know all of the players that are available um that uh, you know that we can get but i you know we should really talk about some the players that we'd send back um but also the 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 positions that we could do with some um With some, you know what I mean? You know, the pictures we could do with some uh, cover in. Uh, Also, Steve's wife says hello, so that's nice, isn't it? So.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, it's a question of want versus a question of need, isn't it? We might want, you know, we might want five. We might we might want six, but we might only get three. Um, yeah, yeah. In terms of in terms of like what I'd like to see, I would like another goalkeeper. I'm sorry, Cam. I'm not I'm not going to go down that road, but I I, I would like you're stitching me
1: up on the internet here now, aren't you? You
4: know what I mean? Here <laughs> right, I'm getting pelters all
1: across the internet, and it, and then when you lot start slagging off Dawson, I get pelters on the webs. But Danny agrees with you as well. Danny Allen says, uh, "What about a keeper?" And then uh, yeah, put put a facetious yeah. laughing face yeah. on there.
4: Yeah. Def, definitely would like another keeper. Even you know, just to put a bit more pressure on Cam, because I, I believe that Vasquez will probably be recalled or sent back. Um, yeah. Another left back would be nice as well. Um, definitely a striker. So if you're, I think they're the three most important for me right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, it would be intriguing to see what players come in on loan from what parts of the footballing world. But yeah, definitely um, would like. Like to see those three and and maybe more if we can, but we'll we'll see. I'm sure the Ryan's are in the fire as we speak.
1: Blair, oh. we've been <laughs> as as John, cheers John as uh, as as John mentioned there, right? You know we we've got to talk about the goalkeeper, so I'm going to let you guys do it. Um, we've been heavily linked with is it Beadle from uh, from Brighton who's on loan yeah, at Oxford yeah. who's I've not got, been I've recalled got, yet.
3: I've got a lot of friends is an Oxford fan. He he says he's very good. Another another friend, Ash. He said he'd be gutted if he, if he, if he leaves. So, really?
1: Hmm. Well, what about what uh, about I, you? I, I think
3: I, I don't know. Um, I would. I, I think we just need players who are far better than what we've got now. So I'd rather have quality over quantity. Oh,
1: really? So yeah, like,
3: yeah. So, so people are, like saying on online like. They want like eight or twelve. I've seen people say twelve. We we'll get we'll signs twelve players in January, unless you're Chelsea or Nottingham Forest. Like like I, I just think if you just got three quality players who are just better than what we've got, I think that'd be enough. I think I think we definitely need a goal scorer and a keeper. We said it we said it in the preview in the preview pod at the start of the season. Um has got his chance because we failed to keep strikers keep failing to score. He, he has done all right, but again, 18 years old. He's gonna he, he's gonna take time to become a, you know, I mean, a regular goal scorer in the champion, Especially in the championships, it's it's a difficult league. So if you can get a a proven goal scorer, brilliant, even though that means nothing because Jordan Rhodes did fuck all. Um, oh, and <laughs> but, we, we, but we do need a goalkeeper. So I think Vasquez is off because uh, Pierce Charles was um, he was warming up Dawson before the game on. Again, he's done it more than once now, so I think Vasquez is just completely gone. I think, I think, I think you. I yeah, I think,
1: uh, I think the AC Milan hierarchy might be a bit, uh, might be a bit fed up with the way we've used Vasquez, and probably gone now, We're having him back, and probably send him somewhere else. Yeah, uh, I, you know, a lot say, of the internet I... agreeing that keeper is uh, is high on the uh, list, but uh, Nat's gone with let's do a Nottingham Forest and sign hundred players just to be sure. <laughs> well, so you know, um. I'm not against it. I'm not against it, and we do have some breaking news here, ladies and gents, that Blair's got other friends. So, stay with <laughs> us, and we'll see how that, see how that pans out. Stevie, what about yourself? Not
3: the shagging friends. Not the sh- <laughs> no,
1: hang on, no, that means something else. Wait, 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 wait.
4: <laughs> You've gone a bit wrong there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> it's difficult, isn't it? You, to, to anything other than what's been said. I'm, I'm. I'm gonna be controversial, I agree largely. The strike has been the priority for the last three windows for me. Um mm-hmm. and I, we we we've we've argued the case with Dawson that, that long now that it, you know you've got to look at a goalkeeper and every time, bless his heart, he makes a mistake, you know, he gets pelters, don't he? So a little bit of form here and there is is okay, but he doesn't we, we talked about it on Saturday, he doesn't give me the he doesn't give me the confidence that I think certain other players and, you know, if we're talking about this or potentially being somebody that we could go and do a bit of business with, then that'd be it. Um, If not, you know, we move on. We try, the the priority at the moment is trying to get the players that we've got to go back to that quality over quantity, the players that we've got. If we can guarantee that we've got enough people covering certain areas, then then that's absolutely fine as well. Fallback, Mm -hmm. I'd probably say fallback. Um, I don't see, I'll say it, I don't see Valentin being a great, sort of asset going forwards I think he does no. okay uh, he does I think he carries terrible hair. He, yeah uh, he carries the ball well but I, I just think the last two three games he's not the, the you look at him versus Johnson yeah and I just think yeah. there's that and I think I think Valentin can do bits and I can understand and I'll say it joking aside I can understand why certain players are going to get in that back line instead of Palmer and, and you know, I'm going to argue that there's a place for Liam Palmer playing in the middle of the park at the moment, just because of the the, the people that are missing out and everybody's fit and firing and available. Does he get in? Probably not, because Fox has been outstanding. He's not going to play in front of bolts in terms of position on the pitch. Um, mm. And if Folks is our first choice holding midfielder, if you like, I think that that causes a bit of a problem. But there's there's certainly a, an, an argument for him being in and around it. But for me, striker, goal goalkeeper, maybe fullback. Uh, the Arby will be like a new sign in the middle of the park, um, and we've got enough people in Pato, Masaba, Gasama um, that can play in the, and Windass that can play in those two of those four wide positions. So, um, yeah, either end of the pitch for me.
1: Yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people online are saying uh, striker and goalkeeper. I mean, you know. When it comes to me, talk you know, digging out Dawson, you know, to, to quote a, a phrase from Bad Boys, the first one when the captain is playing basketball and he goes, "What did I say? I heard what I said because I was there when I said it." Come at me, bro. Dan Fudge was right. Old side. Come on now. Anybody want to stick up from in the comments? Bring it on. I'm having you. I'm having you. But dunderbird has been on and he says, uh, "I'd like a brick shit out centre back who can pass and a 25 year old 25 year old ish striker." Uh, not a bad shout. Um, but then he also goes on to say uh, the worries are mad king of a chairman and what he's got in his mind. So, you know, you, we never know. I'm not buying anybody. It depends what mood he's in when he's woke up. Depends what uh, what, what side of the bed he gets out of. Uh, with update on Beedle, he's just signed a new contract till 2028. If we get another goalkeeper, it shouldn't be a short-term loan, should it? I, I don't know if we're in a position to start buying players again because Chisco signed so many and there's a lot of inflated contracts there and the squad space and all, <coughs> and all that. I think, I think for a sensible move just to get us to the end of the season would be to fun. get a loan in, right? Yeah.
0: If we if we can consolidate in the league now, realistically, we're not <laughs> we're not going to push for the playoffs. And the reason that I say that we are. is that it, teams have done it. Forest did it. Middlesbrough have done yeah. it. Sunderland have done it. Red and then three it. teams there. Uh, Four teams that were bottom of the league or in in position similar to ours, we're not there realistically. I think the, the top end of the championship now is just a little bit too high, isn't it? In terms of, that top far, of four, five, it? six, yeah. um, I think we'd need to overturn something. I think it's eighteen points. That's not going to happen. But if we can consolidate and get to the middle of the table, and we've got somebody like a young goalkeeper with that profile coming in, then that's absolutely fine. We get to the end of the season, uh, contracts are a different um, kettle of fish, aren't they? Um, and we're, we're looking at that money that, that is coming in next season that is a, a, another reason that we want to try and stay in the league. And let's just get to the end of this year and consolidate and see where we are for uh, the next transfer window in, in, in the summer. Um, and whatever n- means necessary to get us there is absolutely fine. Yeah, it's
4: absolutely. You that, but, um, sorry, Dan. I was just going to say, just to... Just to... Yeah, uh, piggyback off what um, Steve was saying there. In terms of, you know, we're, we're having a, a bit of a laugh about the playoffs, but and that obviously it is out, out of range. We know that. But uh, current form table has a sixth, which is actually playoff form. So we are actually in playoff form right now in a relegation battle. So that again is showing you what Danny Rule, Danny Rule effect is having is having on us right now.
3: Yeah, we're, so, we're not playing like a play, like a well releg- like a team in, da- in the bottom three either. Like no, we're, we're, in we're in a false position fo- now. We're playing football is. Associated with the top end of the table, we're not just doing, we're not just packing it in defense and there's and there's shit kicking away into victories.
1: Well, it's what uh, it's what Errol says here. So, Errol's been on, he said hi. I never normally get a hi. Uh, hi, Errol. I hope you enjoy yourselves. Uh, I think Danny has made it difficult for the fans who thought we had bad players, and I don't think we're playing bad. So, like we've got a new team. It actually is, it actually is. And we were sat there slagging Chisco, well, you lot were slagging Chisco on on this show week in, week out, and and and, and we I, were always like, I always he believed in Gaspar. I always believed in him. I love it.
3: He's played a <or> messy.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So right. So listen, John. Uh, on, on the back of what you were saying as well, um, you know, Nat's Nat's coming with it, and he said, "Who would you let go?" I'd say Gregory or Smith. You know, one of them's not going to even be the fringe player, is it? I can't work out between them. I think they are both have two... to different qualities one's a bit more tenacious one's got a bit more strength in the box and uh, and he's also added that list as well uh and Wilkes as well who's who to say we took a lot of time to get him over the line um seems to have been a bit of a fringe player um I mean what do you think I mean is there anybody else you're looking at thinking listen let's try and get their wages off the um off, off the books
4: yeah I think those are prime candidates for sure um and you know if if anyone's ever watched you know past episodes of of this that you'll see i was like i couldn't have been any more pro wilkes if i was his agent so i got that one badly <laughs> wrong didn't i so um but yeah i think uh Backinson has been rumored, hasn't he as well to have been attracting interest from Standard standardly asian belgium um and obviously i think he's out of contract as well so it'd be a, a nominal fee if if, if if at all um so he could be another one that's that's in the, that's that, that's in the quicksand um mm-hmm. trying to think well I, I think th- that those are fair the, those are fair assumptions those names that have come up there um I think Danny wants more youth in the side he wants more players that fit his style and this and the high press and, and the energy levels and things like that um so yeah and I mean Gregory um is a hero isn't he, you know from from last season and and the assist at Wembley and everything but it might be time for him to move on I think he could still do a job for somebody maybe pushing for promotion back in League One like a dare I say at Derby County um, oh there we go look you know someone's just come up with that uh, that very same room and we're back in so I think those names are a fair, fair assumption um, so yeah I think we'll will definitely shift some out if we can
1: yeah defo now Blair I want you to discuss this one because I was, I was going to bring this to you anyway but someone else has already said it RJ might as well get oh, Reese James man. off the books as well. Shame, because I do rate him, but he just hasn't got a look in. I mean, what's he not doing in training? This is Reese James, man. He, he scored in the 5-1 Hillsborough Miracle. Have we given that a name yet? You know how they've got like Boxing Day matter. Miracle of Hillsborough. Miracle of Hillsborough. Is that crazy. what we've gone with? That is fucking the terrible. We're gonna have to, uh, if you want to yeah. come up with a new name for it, get it in the comments. because Is that what we've gone with? The Miracle yeah. of Hillsborough? The yeah. Hillsborough yeah. Miracle. That's it. That's what we've no, gone with. It's not the bad. Hillsborough Miracle. The
0: Miracle of Hillsborough.
1: Fucking honestly, really. To, who, who came up with that name, Ron Seal? <laughs> Jesus, wet.
3: Jim, Jim came
1: up with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jim, Jim Frederici. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, Wickerman's got a better one there. Flynn, that's a lot better. <laughs> so, so go on, talk about Reese James for me. I back. mean,
3: Reese James. I think he's a fabulous footballer. Um, I can probably, I can see him at oldersfield uh, He's just one of Darren but Moore, Darren Moore's men, isn't he? He had him at Doncaster. He had a bit of our place. He probably had him of his field. Uh, I don't know why it's not worked out because even when he did come back in after being dropped by Cisco, um Neil Thompson put him straight back in, didn't he, for that, that one that one game where he brought all the League One players back. And he played a, f- a couple of times after that. And I thought I've never I've never thought, oh god, he's just out of his depth. I've, I've always I've always I've always enjoyed watching him, so it's just just a bizarre one. Um yeah. be shame to see him leave. He's twenty nine. Um, I think we are on the bringing the bringing the age of the squad down now so if, if Smith Gregory and it, he leaves that's free you know what I mean people I know mean, he's not 30 yet but Smith and Gregory are in the mid 30s now so it will it will it's just bringing the average age of the squad down again which is what we we're concerned about in the last season it is It is. he's,
0: now. Not, he's, he's not getting in sorry just very quickly um he's not getting in because he's not putting the numbers. He's not. He's not getting Danny Rule numbers in training. I'd argue that. And players that aren't getting in, and that's why Fletcher does get in over Gregory potentially. And Femeiro,
3: uh, and for is yeah. brilliant left, brilliant left back. I mean, no, no one saw that last season, did we? So. This is it. So he's going to
0: he's going to go right. I'm, this is the way we're setting up. I've got Johnson. I've got Femeiro. I've got James. Let's look at the numbers, right? But yeah. it's it, it, Moneyball, is That it's it's that money approach. Ball.
1: Big fan that, of money. That, right that,
0: that's how we're playing it. And what, what can this player do that this player can't? And that's that's the way that we've set up in it, you know. Whether I've no dog in the Reese, James fight, I think he's a very good player. And I think, you know, I, I, would I miss him if he if he'd gone, if he goes. Um dare I say it probably not because I trust everything that Danny Rule's doing at the moment. But um I can understand why there's a, a, a clamour to have him involved in the squad and involved in the team. Um he's not going to get rid of Smith and Gregory Um he's, he's obviously going to keep Smith, Gregory's going I, mm-hmm. I don't think that's a, a great secret Um but the, the players that aren't involved at the moment, the players that aren't on the bench and the players that aren't getting in are players that aren't putting in the numbers that Danny Rule wants and that's as simple as that we, we, we've got to come away from that sentiment and I'll say it again the moment that Liam Palmer start, stops doing it, I'll get loads of grief on the internet because people go mm, it's time for him to go, fine he goes, Um
1: Grief on the internet. <laughs> yes,
4: <laughs> it's a composed place in the net. That's that's polarizing place for you, though, isn't it? Those that support them, it's like as soon as they have one little bad game, they're on them, aren't they? So that's just the nature of uh, the.
0: The okay. bottom line. Yeah. The The bottom line is we are supporters of the club rather than players. We've got our favourite players. We've got people that we like. But at the end of the day, this manager is doing what's best for the club. Um, so we've got to back him.
1: I'm just uh, looking at my notes again. There, I've just just made myself laugh with Gengen style. I still don't know what I'm going to do with it, but I'm going, but I'm going to, I'm going to do it again. You, you, you right. had fun today. I have, I have. I've been, I've been in meme town the last two days. If you, if you do get a minute, have a look through our media on the on the Wednesday week Twitter. Uh, right, listen. So uh, I'm going to ask you guys for a prediction against Cardiff City. Uh, but I also want some from you guys at home as well. So I'm just going to buy a bit of time while you're getting them ready. We're playing at home, Cardiff City in the Cup. We've had a couple of suggestions for uh, the um, for well, we had we had one that just said Flint, which big big fan of. What is it? Mir- the miracle at Hillsborough? Is that is seriously that one? The we call miracle it?
0: of Hillsborough.
1: The miracle of Hillsborough because it's such yeah. a magical place that it's no way bloody freezing. And uh, and Dunderbird says that we need a chant to commemorate that second leg. And. Uh, and Scott's gone with just the insurmountable comeback. You see that? that? That's got a big needless big word in it. Big fan of that. Enjoy that. Insurmountable comeback. It's never been done before. And we've gone with the miracle. There's a lot blue. of syllables in there. There's a lot of I syllables. It, uh, it's like a white girl ordering a coffee in California. <laughs> right then. <laughs> Honestly, it, what happens here? is that I, didn't know that joke. I did. Is
4: that, is, is, no, I podcast HR. So um, HR.
1: I, I, I don't know where these jokes are coming from, and it, they kind of I kind of just pluck them out of the air, right? And then sometimes I say them and go like Hagrid, like I should not have said that. I should not have said that. Right then. So listen, we've got some uh, we've got some score predictions coming in. Scott's going to go with two one Wednesday fordy has gone with 2-0 Wednesday. Danny Allen's gone with 2-2 and then a replay at oh, their wow. gaff. Wickerman's yeah. gone 2-1. Get them back for the loss. Stevie, what are you saying?
0: Um, I, th- I think we'll lose narrowly. I think he's going to I think he's going to change a few bits. Up. I think he puts Fletcher in, Backinson, people like that. I think we'll lose narrowly 2-1.
3: What? Like, 2 what? 2-1 loss. Bloody
0: hell. What about you, Blair? <sighs>
3: I mean, I love the FA Cup, but I really nobody likes up. the
1: FA Cup anymore. You silly I, old son! Really what, what is the matter? Be, I, nobody
3: gives a shit anymore. Aw, fuck off to ESL, mate.
1: Yeah, but they, honestly, are the only people who got oh, it's the magic of the FA Cup are people in their late forties. Uh, now, are you are you like like an old man? Like like what you call a young fogey? Is that really?
3: No, I just like the FA Cup. They call me. They call me a guy who likes the FA Cup. That's what they call me. Um, but. Um, <laughs> saying that, I hope he puts the under twenty ones out. Gets fined, and we lose one nil.
1: <laughs> uh, John John Dunkers literally said that. Play the kids, and we lose two nil. Yeah, uh, yeah. Lord Hillsborough's gone with his traditional seven nil. It's been a long time since I've heard that. Um, so what you th- what you're saying, are you saying there? You think it'll be a tight one, or a tight loss because he's put the kids out because not gives a shit about the FA Cup
3: anymore, Blair? Yeah. All right. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Apart from me.
1: <laughs> what about you, John? Are you are, yeah. are you one of those old romantics when it comes to the uh, comes to the FA Cup?
4: Not in the position that we're in, Dan. I think we've got much bigger fish to fry. I think we just go out there, put out, um, get some players game time that not don't normally get it. Uh, I think we'll probably lose the game one nil, and we'll be absolutely fine with that because we've got you know bigger fish to fry, as I said. So yeah, I think,
3: I
1: think we've got. I think we've got more on our plate, and I really could not get a toss about it. But I would like to get one over. Well, I, I hope.
3: I hope we win. We get Man United at home, and then Fudge gets a ticket for the FA Cup fourth round. That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just sitting there with the mug on like this is fucking rubbish. And, <laughs> and and those that have been to football with me know that I am prone to falling asleep when there's hundreds <laughs> of thousands of people in the uh, in the stadium. Uh, uh, clearly, the magic of the FA Cup is live and well. Have you not seen the live TV choices? I'm pretty sure that the live TV choices every year are just Manchester United on the BBC. That's well, pretty Liverpool. much what it's, it's Liverpool Arsenal. Yeah. It? The and then Ash Ashu's Ash, man in the social tonight has gone with one nil Wednesday Fletcher over a kick. So you know, jot that down. Now I need to talk to you about a couple of things before we go uh tomorrow is the 3rd of january and it's the longer awaited tat shop sale so we've got a few things uh available on the uh on the tat shop on the wednesday week tat shop we've got some new designs on there big fan of the roland nilsson one take a look at that if you scan the qr code on the screen now you can have a t- you can take a look at it and then in the morning order your bits because I, like i said coming from germany and sometimes the post and packaging can be a bit expensive so i would look and it's a and brace yourself here, Stevie, 24%, not 25%, not a quarter off, specifically a 24% sale. And I tell you what, with a sales pitch like that, I could sell meat out the back of a van. Uh, you know, I was really good at that. I bet I could do that. I bet I could pull that off. Um, now, it, we've also got another score prediction here. So, yeah, scan that QR code. Have a look at the chat. Liam Henderson win 1-0 and get Spurs away in the fourth round. That is a hell of a day out. If you get to go to that ground for any reason whatsoever, uh, Spurs is an absolute banger. And walking down Seven Sisters Road to get back is crap. It's like <laughs> you- it's like Brighton. You get to the stadium and go, oh, this is nice. And then you leave and you go, this is fucking terrible. Did they not know that the stadium was coming and there was football on? Where's the fucking trains? Uh, that's always a good start. And uh, a Slappy Gilmore, to wrap this up, has gone, oh, Ashley Fletcher, there's no one better. Give him the ball and he will score. Bambo Diaby loves the Charlie and Masaba win the Ballon d'Or. Oi, oi. Does anybody nice. have any other business?
3: Just, just we need to sing that on the cop every day of this rest of his lives.
1: Now, I'm, I don't normally mind this, right? So sometimes if I put a meme out and somebody steals it, I don't mind, right? And if we put a gag out there and somebody steals it, I like it, right? It's all right. But I'm claiming, I am claiming, Blair, because you were there when I said it. I was there when I said it. I am claiming up the Shagging Wednesdays. <laughs> that, that was me when I was pissed up at the Miracle of Hillsborough or the insurmountable comeback, or whatever we're going to, whoever we decided we're going to call it. I want some more comments. Make sure you subscribe and all that shit. Ladies and did, you, did, you, did, you, did
0: you Did you get any um, any views on that cameo? What? <laughs> what a big John saying, bon. <laughs> Uh There might be. Uh, Shagging be...
3: Wendy.
1: If you join us on TikTok, you could be one of the 30,000 people. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, big John
3: saying Lord Hills Hills was just pointed out, but we've had no up the shagging Wendy shirt. What's happening there? Uh, It's a work in progress.
0: It's a work in progress. (laughs) The first thing that I said is get that that logo needs to be on a shirt.
1: honestly absolutely <laughs> disgusting so listen <laughs> thanks, thanks a lot for joining us tonight ladies and gents it's been an absolute pleasure and we've done an hour and eight minutes I didn't think we were going to get through on one game uh, <laughs> I'm recorded tomorrow don't forget to join us for hello from the other side that will go out recorded tomorrow evening in the meantime see you later this
0: podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport fan network Talk sport
2: powered by fans and together, oh! goal it's absolutely Puts it in the air. Aiden the oh, it's the It's still with Lee Gregory. He's in the box. Tries to screw him. Is it going to be there? Yes. Oh my word. Watch way.
1: If you go onto Twitter and click our link tree in our bio, you can do it there.
2: See you later. About how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
1: It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget share boxes coming down the left wing ready to go. Your mates already been booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points back of the net. LUBASH! Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? Participate in restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com for more information. See you later.
0: This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport, powered by fans.